What's up, everybody? Welcome to Spiritual Thinking Solutions to Real Problems. This is your host, Dr. J. I am here today to help you to understand your words can change your future. Mm -hmm. That's right. Your words can change your future. Here's a quote. You are only as powerful as the words you choose to believe in and use. My goodness. I could, boom, let me drop the mic already. I got to drop the mic. No, I can't go yet. I ain't going to drop the mic yet. So understand this. Your words can make a difference. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. How many of us know that is not the truth? Words can hurt, but words can heal. Now, a year and a half ago, we went to my father-in-law's 90th birthday, a year and a half ago. We went there and celebrate his 90th birthday. And during the celebration, you know, the children came and some of the families and the friends showed up and, and all of those uh, people, which we had a great time. But a question was asked him, what is your favorite saying? He said, as he paused and said it with purpose, with passion, and with zeal, watch your mouth. My goodness, that was a profound statement. Those are incredible words. Now, he understood what that meant from his perspective. Now, what I got out of it is that you got to watch your words. Watch co what comes out of your mouth. You know, this little tongue, you see this tongue? It is lodged deep behind the teeth and behind my lips. It only comes out when I begin to talk or I laugh or something happens. You can see my tephus <laughs> and you can see the tongue. The tongue, this little muscle is very powerful. Yes, it is. Now, watch your words. That's what I'm going to say today. Now, in the Bible, back in the day, a father passed on the inheritance to the oldest son. Then the second son and the third son. Now, if he had daughters, they got nothing. But in this particular family, in the Bible, in the book of Numbers, chapter 27, a father passed and he had no sons. So the inheritance was going to go to the daughters. He only had daughters to their uncles. So that was not going to be the case here. Now, Moses was the lawgiver and he understood the law. But there was nothing in the law with an exception as it relates to an inheritance going to daughters. So in this particular passage, the scripture tells us in Numbers chapter 27, why should the name of our fathers be removed from among his family because he had no son? Give us possession among our father's brothers. So the daughters were saying, because my father didn't have a son, why should we be skipped? Man, we want some bread. We want some cheese. We want some money. We want some possessions. 
We want some land because land was valuable. If you had land and land was passed down to the next generation, that was valuable, the land back in the day. But these daughters asked a question to the lawgiver, Moses. Now, according to the law, the sons, if there was not any, as I've said, would go to the uncles. But these daughters was not going to settle for that. They wanted a piece of the pie. So this is what Moses did in verse five. So Moses brought their case before the Lord. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. Okay. This is something new to him because it wasn't in the law at that time. So the Bible said he brought the case before the Lord. And this is what the Lord said. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, the daughters of Zelophad speak what is right. Mm. You shall surely give them a possession of inheritance among their father's brothers and cause the inheritance of their land of the land to be passed to them or the inheritance of their father to pass to them. And you shall speak to the children of Israel saying, if a man dies and has no son, then you shall cause his inheritance to pass to his daughter. My goodness. You know what the power of words would do? It would change your destiny. When you speak up and you speak what is right, you speak from the heart. Life can change on the outside because of what's going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. See, God looks at the heart. Yes, God looks at your heart. Man, look at the outward appearance, but God is examining your heart. Now, let's give you a few scriptures about today, how your words can change your future. I'm talking about you. My goodness. Come on. Stick with me, please. Words can change your future. You know what Proverbs chapter 18 says? Death and life is in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Blessings, self-control, fruitfulness. So what you hear and you become passionate about what you hear, you're going to receive the fruit of it. What you also say to other people, they're going to receive the fruit of it. Hopefully it's good and not bad. Hopefully it builds up and not tear down. Hopefully it does that. Now here's another passage. Let no corrupt communication or corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But, can you say but? Come on, say but. Come on, let me hear you. All right, I heard you. What is good for necessary edification that it may give or impart grace to the hearers. Come on, you don't want to have no corrupt words proceeding from your mouth. I was looking at a, a, a watching a young lady or sometimes as men, but walking the children from school the other day. And guess what she was saying to her son? She was cursing him out in public. He's in elementary school. You blankety blank. You better get, get to the house. You blankety blank better go over here. Blankety blank. I mean, she just spoke to me in the parking lot as she was passing by. I said, hi. She said, Hey, no, she said, hi, how you doing? I said, how you doing? Hope you're having a good day. Yes, and kept on going. Then she saw her son on the bike and just cursed him out. I don't believe it just started then. 
The Bible said, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Yes, some people think if you don't curse at them, they won't get the point. I don't believe that. That's not true. They'll get what you give them. It's how you give it to them. Sometimes you just got to be patient and talk to them. Because when you gossip, when you lie, when you curse, when you cause dissension and division, you know, it can divide people's mind. So the Bible says, don't go there. Go to God. Let God help you. Now, he who guards his mouth preserves his life. But he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Now, that's wisdom. If you guard your mouth, you can preserve your life. There are a lot of people today have been shot. They have been written up because of the words that come out of their mouth. They lack self-control. It could be at work, could be at home, could be in the community. They put their foot in their mouth. The Bible said, if you guard your mouth, you preserve your life. Now that's the word. It will come to pass. But if you just open your mouth without thinking, the Bible says, you're going to have destruction. Now, I got to believe the truth. I got to believe the principles, these spiritual principles that help us to live a better life. Not returning evil for evil or reveling for reveling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. God has a calling on your life. God wants you. God desires to use you as an instrument to bring blessings and not cursings, not giving back evil for evil, reveling for reveling, or just causing dissension and all of those things. You are better than what's going on around you. So don't act ugly because other people act ugly. Something bad may happen, but God has a calling on your life. In other words, you can live better because of him in your life. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness, it breaks the spirit. A wholesome tongue, you know, with your words, as you sit down the table, round the table with your family, with people you care about, or you go out to eat at a location, you're at church, you're eating, or wherever you are, you can build people up. You can build generations as you have a wholesome tongue. You know, a tongue that encourages, a tongue, a tongue that uh, helps sets the foundation in the home or in the community. A wholesome tongue can build a life. It's like a tree. A tree starts with a seed and the seed has to get into the ground. So your words are like seeds. It takes time for them to be watered and, and planted and grow and develop and die and, and increase and become a blessing because of what you say. You know, people will remember what you say. Many times they will. Because a wholesome tongue makes a difference. Perverseness breaks the spirit. I mean, it breaks your soul. That's what it's really talking about, your mind. It, it breaks you down emotionally. Gossip, tail-bearing, all of those things, a blabbermouth, all of those things will cause problems. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he sheds his lips, he is considered 
perceptive. That means he got it going on. He may be a fool. Everybody plays a fool sometimes. Okay, I ain't going to go there today. But a fool is considered wise. He knows nothing. But yet his mouth is, it is shut up. Uh-huh, that's the word. He appears to have wisdom. He got the right attitude. Amen. So in order to shut your mouth to look like you're wise, you got to have the right timing. There's times you may want to say something and you know you shouldn't. It's in your heart. You know you shouldn't be saying it. God quickens you or checks you. You know you shouldn't say nothing. Hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle. Now, there's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. Without counsel, plans would go crooked, twisted. They're going the wrong direction. It will not succeed. But the Bible says in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Goal planning. You need people to help you to plan sometimes. You need people that will help you with direction. You need people that will give you the wisdom that you need to succeed. Yes, God would give you and God has given you all things really that pertain to life and how to live this life in a godly fashion. But you still need people. The Bible is full of principles. Pray for one another. Encourage one another. Love one another. Bear another person's burdens. The Bible is full of how we should connect to one another. But in this setting, people need advice and they need the right advice that would guide them so their plans, their goals, and the things they are trying to achieve, they will succeed in that effort. So don't be a loner. Get with the right person. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. Now, when you're ready to speak to people, it'll be joyful. You got character. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. Now, that's a good thing because you got joy when you're talking to people. People ask you a question and you respond with a smile and the right words. People ask you a question and you respond with sometimes you just don't know here, but you know here. You may not know in your consciousness, but you know in your subconsciousness what to say. So you got to kind of release what you need to release to give them the right information because you're in a state of joyfulness, bliss. You have good character and then you are know and you must know that you are blessed to be a blessing. That's what the Bible tells us. See, a good man out of the treasures of his heart brings forth good and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Now that's in the Bible too. Out of the abundance of his heart, his mouth speaks. Sometimes you don't know what's in you until you're being tested. Now, the life that we all are living in, in this pandemic, in this world, we all are tested. Our patience is tested. Our temperament is tested. Self-control is tested. Our love is tested. Um, our 
Long suffering is being tested. All of the things that we're going through, we're being tested by worry, doubt, depression, discouragement, all of those things. We have a lot of hopelessness, but you got to know that God can help you because God wants your heart. The problem with the words that people say, the words that you say, the words that I say, the words that I hear, the words that you hear, the problem is the heart of man. Man, woman have not given completely their heart over to the creator, their heart over to God. They are selfish instead of selfless. So we got to understand that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will say something good or bad, and it will build a good tree or a bad tree. The main problem with the mouth, the tongues are words. It comes from who you are on the inside. When the heart is changed, your life will follow. When your heart is changed, your life will follow that change because you will speak change to your future because you have a destiny and a destiny is planned by God. The destiny is peace, joy, love, goodness, mercy. All of these things God wants you to, pres to present to other people by the words you say. And in return, you're going to be blessed. In return, your family tree will be better. Only God can change and transform your words because your heart is right with him. So today, you got to know your words can change your future. Just like those daughters spoke up to Moses, the lawgiver, and Moses went to God and said, God, what am I going to do? And God responded and said that those daughters have an inheritance that is theirs. Whatever you say, but you got to say it from a right heart with God. I guarantee you, your words can change your future. Yes, blessed and not stressed. I'll see you the next time. My prayer is that God's grace and peace be multiplied to you.